are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's pretty obvious by now the San Antonio Spurs are in a rebuilding process as they keep tearing down the foundation and stripping the walls and removing the studs. But should the Spurs continue this trend in order to perhaps up their lottery odds? Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kids 5 San Antonio. Hope you had a great three-day holiday weekend. Uh, short week, so hey, you know, there's the positive of that side, you know, short work week. But nevertheless, yeah, we're going to be talking about that you know, should the Spurs continue stripping down the walls? We're going to get our guest thoughts on the NBA draft trade and uh, look, take a look ahead at the Summer League team. They get uh, in action this Friday. So Spurs action is back on the court. We'll definitely be talking about that and more. I am joined by my good friend. He is with San Antonio sports star, Brandon Medina. Brandon, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Hope you had a great three-day weekend, man. Oh, man, it's been beautiful. It's been wonderful, except for the fact that my life was tear- torn apart by this DeJounte Murray <laughs> trade. Um, you know, I remember sitting there at the table, man. I'm excited. I know we'll get into the draft and what's next for the Spurs and stuff. But, you know, I was excited. It felt like I everything I was saying was playing out exactly how I said it. Almost me and you right. were talking constantly. And I was like, man, everything I wanted the Spurs to do, especially in the draft, <laughs> uh, they were doing. And I'm sitting there eating dinner with my wife, and then she's – she looks at me and she's like, you know, how was your day? And I get the news and I just, I push my plate away as dramatic as I could. <laughs> and I say, you know, what? I've lost my appetite. My life is over right now. I was like, this is it. So this is life after death, if you will. But I mean, hey, listen, I'm, I'm excited to talk about today, man. It's been a wonderful time to kind of relax. I think a yeah. lot of us uh, drank probably more than we should have for this <laughs> three-day weekend because it's DeJounte news. Uh, but regardless, in all, man. We are all still uh, very much diehard Spurs fans. We live yes. and die. And, you know, the thing is, there are people who get paid a lot more money than we do to make these decisions, and they make them Absolutely. for some reason. We just got to see it through. Absolutely. Uh, well, let's go to dive into it. Um, you, you know, you obviously you give me your initial reaction to the news. But at the end of the day, did you ever think that they would trade away I mean, perhaps their best player, an all-star guard? I Did, did it ever creep into your mind? It never, not not this year. No way, okay. not this year. I think right. if we're talking next year, a contract year, okay, I can understand where there's maybe some thoughts of, hey, if if the offensive, you know, uh, mindset of DeJounte didn't change where he becomes, you know, uh, a, an incredible scorer, I don't know that, you know, we offer that max as easy as maybe we do to others. Um, and so I understand that part, but as far as, this year in 2022, um, where he just came off an all-star season. Now, granted, right, it wasn't just a straight-up all-star season. He was somebody mm-hmm. that was thrown into the all-star game, uh, but still an all-star nonetheless. Uh, I thought with the draft that we just had, with the capital that we have for money and drafts in the future, I just assumed DeJounte was going to be part of that. Me and you had talked a long time ago on right. this very show, um, and I told you I don't buy jerseys of players that are currently playing in the NBA. Yeah, you tweeted that. You were, me that too. Yeah, that was funny. I, I did. Yeah. I tweeted you that because I told you, man, I don't buy jerseys of people who are in the NBA currently, regardless of how good they are, um, simply for the fact that anybody is tradable, mm-hmm. anything can happen. And for me, I don't want to be the guy that has the Patty Mills jersey or the Danny Green jersey and he's not playing for the Spurs. Now, Patty Mills, yeah. maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe he's a... Yeah, maybe Patty because he put in his years here. But I'm saying, like, I don't want to be the guy with the, like, whoever bought a Richard Jefferson jersey, you're dumb. 
right? Like you're, yeah. that, that's on you. That's on you. But if you have a Kawhi Leonard jersey, it should be burned to ashes by now. But if you have a DeJounte Murray jersey, you expected him to be a cornerstone player for the Spurs. And yeah, unfortunately, that's not the case. So yeah. um, I think I want to say I saw something recently that there was talks about how they knew they were going to go into a full re- rebuild and they didn't want him to waste his prime years or whatever the case. I have no idea. They mm-hmm. knew something clearly we did not. Uh, I'm sure DeJounte is more than happy to go to a, a conference that, let's face it, is easier and has a mm-hmm. Hawks team that is very tenacious and has mm-hmm. a lot of potential as well. So I'm excited to see what they can do. I am interested in that Atlanta went all in, though, the way they did for yeah. DeJounte as well. Yeah, yeah. There was a pretty penny to get DeJounte Murray, and the Hawks paid for it. I had Trey Jones uh, and DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray actually said in his introductory press conference that, and this bothered me a little bit, Medina. This bothered me a little bit. Uh-oh. When he said that uh, he and Trey Jones had been talking for weeks about teaming up in Atlanta. So, you know, I get it. You know, these kids nowadays, it's not like the old days. Back when I was, you know, watching the NBA, you know, where, where good players stayed with their teams. That was it. Through thick and thin. You know, now we're seeing the buddy-buddy team up. And, it, and now it's a Yeah, I will say, but yeah. does that surprise you? Like, Trey Young does not seem like the guy... Like, I don't know that Trey Young to Jante. I, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't get the, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, hey, well, here we go. Here? No, no, Brandon, uh, clutch sports. You need I say more? That's true. That's, that is very I mean, true. I understand. But yeah, I'm just saying as far as those are two very different players, very different yeah. uh, personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, this is not, I feel like this is not what we've seen in the past where it's, the LeBron to Dwayne Wade to Chris Bosh or right. the Steph to to Clay and, and 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 Kevin Durant like or even Kevin Durant to Kyrie like those are all kind of similar personalities wanting to team up with each other. Right. Whereas it's like Trey Young and Dejounte Murray. That's like I had I would have had no idea they were even friends, much less yeah. talking for weeks. Um, well, so well we're just on paper, see. on paper it's a good pairing. On paper, you know, yeah, it, of course you have offense on, and defense, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we'll see if it pays off for Atlanta for paying that high t- sticker price for the Spurs. But nevertheless, you know, they, they made the deal. Life goes on. It's Although they won't say it, it's pretty obvious next season is going to be a very long season. I, uh, Brennan, I, I'm predicting Houston Rockets' bad season, like, in the oh last few gosh. years. What do you think? Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you what. The day before, check this out. You ha- you'll find a kick out of this, Jeff. The day before the trade, mm-hmm. me and my fiance and my family uh, were literally no BS, like a swipe of a card away from buying season tickets, and no I, I dodged the bullet. I dodged the bullet because I would be so unhappy right now if I paid what I was going to pay and Dejounte's gone. So, um, definitely one of those things where, like I said, this just was not even in the realm of possibilities for me. Any, We've always said anybody is tradable. Anybody can be not replaced, but can be moved. And so I would have I would have thought Vassell, Keldon, anybody mm-hmm. but DeJounte. Um, however, now that I've had a few days and a lot of alcohol to think about it, um, <laughs> I think looking back, it's on paper, the Spurs did get a lot back for a player mm-hmm. that, that realistically barely made the all-star game. Um, but he's going to be a player that is going to be very, very hard um, to replace, especially with how wide um, his his skills mm-hmm. were. And then also just the stat stuff. And the dude was grabbing rebounds, assists, 
scoring started to find a little bit of a mid-range and could create his own shot. I mean, he was the only guy on the floor that could do a lot of things. Where now, uh, we're going to be, be basically playing NBA 2K in real life. Where we're like, let's see what we can do with trades and signing and growing these young guys. So it'll be fun to see, but the Spurs of the old, he was the last one of really uh, to learn from the, the Duncan era. Um, mm-hmm. And so you look at it, the Spurs of the old, this is a completely new franchise, completely new faces. There's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of people walking around the streets of San Antonio that can't name one Spur on this team. Wasn't it that, not that long ago where everybody was celebrating the young core, DeJounte, Lonnie, Derek, um, you know, Keldon, yeah. that, that was going to be your core that was going to take us to the promised land. And only one remains, and his name is Keldon Johnson. But, yeah, you know, let's go ahead and dive into it. You know, um, you know, kind of the big, big topic right now is, you know, are they done yet? Uh, or should I say, you know, should they continue this strip down, you know, break it all down and push forward for the <clears throat> tank season that's about to come in a few short months? I mean, you look at the, I think the, the big, the biggest uh, suspect right now that could possibly get moved is Jakob Pertl. You know, that he is probably, right. you know, a lot of teams were chasing him last season. I think it was Charlotte and Toronto where uh, even there was reports of Chicago looking uh, for him. Uh, wasn't that too long. I think in the off season, it, it popped up again that Toronto was still pushing for Jakob. I, I guess, you know, you know, individual players aside, or if you want to get to the individual players, but do you think the Spurs should be, you know what? F it. You know, it's fire sell everybody because uh, we, we need we need to get this rebuild uh, really underway and really pushing our draft odds higher up. We have big news. The one, the only NBA Jam is back. Arcade One Up, the leader in at home retro arcade games, is not only bringing the best game ever back, but they made it even bigger with a wait for it Shack Edition machine. People are obsessed with NBA Jam. I'm thrilled to tell our listeners that you can once again play hoops with an NBA legend in this arcade classic. Jump clear across the screen, set the ball on fire in one of the first sports games to ever feature real digitized NBA licensed teams. No fouls, no free throws, no quarters required. Compete with friends and family through all new Wi-Fi leaderboards, making you connected more than ever. Pre-order right now at ArcadeOneUp.com. That's ArcadeTheNumberOneUp.com. For an estimated early September ship date, Arcade One Up is the place for fun. They got even more classes: Golden Tee, Mortal Kombat, many others, starting at just three hundred and ninety-nine bucks. Check this out: they're giving away an NBA Jam edition to a locked-on listener. Enter for a chance to win a game console for your man cave at arcadeoneup.com/lockedon. That's arcade the number one up.com/lockedon. You got until July eight to enter to win. NBA Jam Shack Edition console. Don't miss out. Enter today and ask yourself who you're going to play with. Like I said, man, after a lot of thinking and a few drinks, I'm all in, man. I'm all in. If we're doing this, let's do it. Let's not. You, you can't be one foot in, one foot out in a rebuild. That's why the that's why Orlando Magic and Houston and you know uh, Charlotte and those that are just starting to kind of find their young core. That's why it's taking them so long. You can't be one foot in and one foot out. If you're gonna do it, let's blow it up. Let's get. I yeah. the thing is, Jakob has been in talks of moving for the past two years. Yeah. So let's make this happen. What do we? You look at what you got him for. You got him thrown in. 
in that. Yeah, trade he was a throw-in for Kawhi. He was a throw. Yeah. Nobody, nobody thought that this kid would still be here. What four years later, three years later, whatever, how many years? Um, I mean, this is not somebody you thought you were going to be keeping in the squad. He grew into a very nice player, a very good guy that maybe can come off the bench or start for a lower tier team. So I think you bought low, extremely low. Time to sell high, man. You could definitely get a pick or two for, for Jakob or definitely get a, a, a budding star if you throw in Jakob and another pick that you have that you just had already or another player or whatever the case. But I do think Jakob needs to be on the move. I don't know how much he's making, Jeff, that's going to knock down our salary cap or anything. But I do think um, for a player of his stature who we bought low and can sell high on, I'm all about it, especially where bigs are very hard to come by in this league. And I think he's a player that could really help push a team like, let's say, Memphis or a team, like you said, Toronto, Mm -hmm. um, to maybe make a run because of his just gritty play and his his overall just big stature. So I love Yaka, but I've been pushing for us to move him for quite some time. You you know, the move of DeJounte, you know, obviously was shocking. A lot of people didn't think the Spurs would do that. I originally thought it was just the GMs being GMs. They're GMing. That's all I thought. I thought Brian Randy, sure, he's going to be listening to offers, but there's no way he's going to trade uh, DeJounte, you know, especially in this rebuild, thinking he could be a not the man in the rebuild, but just a very big piece in the rebuild. But I am upset it, but- that we didn't get John Collins, though. Like if that was the if that was the move, I am upset yeah. that we didn't pull something back. All right, well, John Collins will get you W's. <laughs> the Spurs don't need W's right now. That's true they, too. That's they, true they, too. They need to up their lottery. But I gotta, you know, if you put it in perspective, you know, if this team, Brand Wright, and I guess apparently Popovich and RC Buford still have their hands in the GMing part of the team, because Brian Wright did say that Pop and RC signed off on this. Um, but Byron Wright is is the guy, so we'll just go with him for now. Um, if if the move for Dejounte shocked everybody, that should be a, a signal to the rest of the team that you know what, you're not untouchable. You know, and if, if the right, right deal comes around for you guys, Keldon, yep. Devin, Primo, you know, perhaps they'll do it. But is whatever's remaining of the roster right now, Brandon, who do you think needs to stay in just to be a, a, a integral piece moving forward? Oh my God. What a question, man. What a loaded question. Um, I don't know, man, to be honest. I know with it's, you, it's tough, is, right? This, yeah, dude, this is just, this is me being very transparent. As first Twitter can hate me. They can love me, whatever the case. I, I, I have no emotional attachment to any players we have right now. Um, currently, as far aside from Dejounte, that's moved on. I don't think I have anything attached. I mean, I love the progress of Devin Vassell, so I apply to Devin Vassell. Um, but when you and I talk off off script and we're just drinking at a bar, we're just texting each other. You and I both have said that Keldon has not nearly impressed as what we thought he was going to be. Right. Um, as, especially coming off the Olympics, and. I don't know if it's just slow moving. It's a slow burn, but Devin Vassell's quickly taken over as far as oh, one yes. of the best young stars in, our, in, yep. in our, our squad. So I would say probably him, especially with Lonnie walking again too, that we kind of knew was on the horizon. Yep. Um, so I would say Devin Vassell is probably the only one that I can see. But even then, you right. put Devin Vassell. We're seeing this. We're seeing all of this through the view of silver and black, you know, glasses because. If we talked about the Houston Rockets building around Devin Vassell, it would be a joke. It would be laughing about that. Right. This is 
I don't think you're building around him. I just think if the to answer your question on what young star do we need to really look at keeping and growing, I think Devin Vassell could truly become DeMar DeRozan almost-esque if he was to see through his potential. Um, I just don't know, man. It's, it's, it's a very, very tough situation the Spurs find themselves. And hopefully um, there's something on the other side of this that I guess they're shooting for, whether that be Victor Wemanyama or whatever the case. There's somebody they're shooting for in the future for to get this many draft picks and this much draft capital uh, and not get anything in return. People close to the uh, the players organization have told me that uh, after the fallout of the DeJounte Murray deal that uh, behind the scenes that that is their goal is to up the lottery odds. And I get it. You're capped out at what at 14 percent, but yep. they they're willing to get that 14 percent if it means getting that, you know, unicorn out in France. Who knows? Maybe I know he's not playing with Tony Parker anymore, but you know, maybe Tony Parker can grease the wheels a little bit. You know, <laughs> hey, what, what? Webby, yeah, Webby, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah but dude, I mean, the dude's seven three, right? Something yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I heard. I mean, I didn't watch it, but I mean, I, I read that he pretty much torched Team USA. Not not the Team USA, but like an under, like a like a college squad um, in, in some FIBA game that it was just. Like he was making Chet Holmgren look like like a punk on the on the court, and um, oh. just really taking it to uh, that young team USA squad. I mean, who knows? You know, this what do you say? Like seven four, seven three, something like that. Um, wings. The wingspan alone is seven one. I I read his, and that's like nearly his own height. And he can shoot the three, shoot the midi, attack the rim. Obviously, play in the paint and d- defend, but. We'll see if that's their goal, you know, man. That's what I heard. But you're looking at this, and we're talking about should they continue stripping it down. In the stripping of the down of the franchise, Brandon, that means you're going to entrust a Josh Primo. You're going to entrust of three rookies who now I'm predicting would probably spend a cup of coffee in Austin. Because if we're doing this rebuild, screw it. Just throw them out there, you know. Let them get the run in San Antonio. I, I, I do suspect they maybe get a little burn in Austin, maybe a little bit, but not as much as I earlier predicted. But if you're entrusting the team to a Josh Primo, three rookies, you know, Keldon, who I think can step up his game. Devin, I really believe he can step up his game. Um, I, I mean, what more do we have to understand that we know what the game plan is for this team? And that is maybe become the worst team in NBA next season, Brandon. BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continuous source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcast news this season. They've got the odds on if Becky Hammond will return to the NBA as a head coach or who could be the next free agent landing in San Antonio. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today. You got yourself a mobile device. You got yourself a computer, laptop, tablet. Go learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Yeah, I mean, this this is a, a pivotal time to become a Spurs fan if you weren't one. Um, this is a great time for maybe 
you know, young kids or your spouse or whoever who does not care about the Spurs, this is the perfect time to jump in um, because of the fact that you're going to start seeing the creation of stars, right? We don't have any right now. There is none. So I think when it comes to the stripping down process, I agree. Austin does not need to play a factor here. Like, let mm-hmm. Primo go ahead. If you want Primo to start, I'm not going to be against it, man. Like, let's throw him to the fire, throw him to the wolves and see how he battles it out. Because it's very much one of those things like, let's see who's going to sink and let's see who's going to swim. Like, these these guys, I hate the fact that we look at the NBA from this lens of, um, you know, these young stars. We, we constantly try to mature them and try to grow them mm-hmm. when it's like, hey, listen, if you're in the NBA, the NBA to me, I'm sure you'd agree, is the hardest professional sport to go professional at, to go mm-hmm. pro. I mean, these are the best of the best. And there's only, what, 15 roster spots to a team. These yep. kids can clearly play. Let's let Josh Primo play. Let's let these guys play. Let's let uh, Malachi get in there. Let's let, you know, uh, Sohan get in there. Let's let these guys legitimately play with some incredible veterans on the other side of the floor where we're going to see how does how, how do they deal with being defended uh, by DeJounte when he comes back? How do they deal going up against DeMar DeRozan, going up against, you know, veterans like Al Horford and Jokic mm-hmm. and all these players that, you know, um, can help really grind and build them to be better. I mean, you're going to have to take a few butt kickings um, before you can see the top of the mountain again. And I think if the plan for us is maybe, I hate the word tank, but to respectfully lose because we're just not <laughs> as good, um, I'm down, but let's make sure we get some growth with that. Make sure Devin Vassell and Kelvin Johnson are playing, you know, 35 minutes, 40 minutes a game. Let's make sure they're getting uh, as much time as they can, as much time as their bodies allows. You know, let's put them out there on the floor and let's see who can come out and show out because everybody has um, a plan until they get punched in the mouth, right? That's that's Mm -hmm. what they say. And you look at the team that we just had, the names you just mentioned. Derek White did not just become Derek White until he was given an opportunity. And Lonnie Walker did not just become Lonnie Walker. He was just like Josh Primo getting like three minutes a game for like two years and then came in and became incredible, and now he's going to the Lakers. Um, and DeJounte, obviously the same thing. He waited his turn, got his tore it up. So this is, right now, it's it's an interesting time. If you're a Spurs player and you're young, there is no waiting. There is no, oh, I got to wait for Tony Parker to retire, or Mala Ginobili to retire, DeJounte to move on. This is literally every position on the floor is up for the taking. Yeah. Yeah, time to shine. You know, I'm looking at Devin and KJ as the ones that are really in the hot seat to step up. Let's see what you uh, got. You know, there's no need to say, well, DeJounte, everything runs through him on both ends. Defensively, he was the guy. Offensively, he was the guy last season. KJ, let's see what you got, Mr. Olympian, gold medal winner. Uh, Devin Vassell, you, I mean, I I really, really, I'm going to be let down if Devin doesn't have a good season. Because in that play-in game, it was him that was leading the team. It wasn't KJ. It wasn't DeJounte. It was Devin Vassell. So, and to me, he seems to have the most, I mean, not to say Kelton is a ball of energy, because he is. And, and, you know, I'm not downplaying, but what I like about Vassell is that he ain't afraid to walk it and talk it if things are bad. Remember last season, early in the season, when they had that that horrible consecutive winning, losing streak? I think it was like back to, like some ridiculous set. And then Vassell came out post game, 
sat down. First thing he said is, what is going on here? Like, what is, what are we doing here? I mean, I, I love that. And uh, I could definitely see him take the next uh, step. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, credit KJ. He did come on late last season. His three-point shot it shot up tremendously. Yep, so, yeah, he started to find uh, it. Yeah, yeah, he started to find it in the second half. So we'll see if we do that for a sustained full season. But there's so many, you know, question marks. So can Zach Collins, just Zach Collins alone, be healthy for a full season? We're about to find out. We've talked about Primo. Is he ready for the big stage, the bright lights? We're about to find out. Will KJ yep. and Vassell step up their game? They are now seen as the leaders, the veterans. I mean, even yeah, though they're, they're kids, the captains you know, of that team. They're, they're the captains now. So a lot of question marks going on, but we'll definitely see if the Spurs are not done wheeling and dealing. Yeah. You know, the free agency has begun and teams are still making moves. I mean, the blockbuster one recently was Utah, Minnesota or go bears. So we'll see if the Spurs are going to pull the trigger again. But Hey, speaking of the Spurs, the Spurs are back in action. Well, not your San Antonio Spurs, but the summer league Spurs, are back in action this Friday out in Las Vegas. They're going to play a minimum of four games. And depending on how those four games shake out, they could possibly play it an additional two. I think that summer league team is going to be fun. The trio of rookies are going to be there. Sohan, uh, Malachi, and uh, Wesley. Uh, I think Josh Primo's on the squad. Joe Wieskamp's on the squad. Uh, there was that Dominic Barlow. Uh, he's on the squad. Uh, Darius Days is on. And the, the summer league squad is loaded, but... I guess I'm going to ask you, Brandon, you know, remove the names that you like here to see to blow up, like your primos and even the Spurs rookies. Uh, why should I throw in the rookies? You know, who are you excited to see that's not yeah. Josh Primo or Joe, Joe Wieskamp? Who, who are you excited to see get some action? Yeah, no, it's, it's a great question, man. And I think for me, uh, Wieskamp, I mean, we have we really don't know anything about the guy, right? He's just been mm-hmm. in Austin for, for a while, and he was a second-round pick, so it makes sense. For me, it's not just the primo. Um, I, I would love to see, I mean, going back to this, first and foremost, this is going to be the first summer league in a long time where we have like five plus legitimately on the roster players um, mm-hmm. playing in summer league. Normally, most teams have, you know, one to two and then a bunch of fill-ins that maybe can make a roster late. Um, but the Spurs are literally <laughs> stacked to the brim with just rookies and second year players for the summer league. So for me, I would love to see. Malachi Branham and, and uh, we can kind of go and prove prove their worth and see what they can do and see these other rookies as well. And, you know, Josh Primo obviously is un- unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you think of it, he's going to have to grow into um, that KJ and Devin Vassell role. Where he's going to have to be a leader in the locker room. And so he's going to be a leader in in this summer league. And what's crazy is he's a second year player and he might be the youngest player still, one of the youngest players still that's on this damn summer league. So, um, Josh Primo is the only one with NBA experience to that level. So I think him having that's going to help this, uh, this summer league roster. And I would not be surprised and nor should anybody really, I'd assume if the Spurs make a deep run in the summer league, just because of the fact that they have so much talent, um, on their summer league roster because of the just amount of draft picks that they had, um, over the past two years. So it should be a fun yeah. time. And I think, uh, aside from that, there's a lot of couple, a couple guys that I think are going to impress that maybe we've um, just picked up that maybe can go ahead and go find themselves a contract. I want to say I'm losing the name. Help me out here, Jeff. Is the kid from Houston playing there, right? There's a kid from Houston on the roster, like from uh, the University of Houston. Let me pull that up. So, um, I want to say that. 
Yeah, I want to say that there's there's one. What's his name? He tore up in the in the March Madness tournament. I want to say the Spurs have him on the roster. But besides that, uh, right. back to the original point is just I really want to see Josh Primo take a step in leadership as as far as being a floor general and a, and a point guard. And I would love to see um, where Wieskamp is because be honest with you, man, the fact that I'm in media and I have no mm-hmm. idea where his game at, game is at <laughs> is not a good thing. Um, yeah. And so for me, I just don't. I haven't seen enough of him. But with Malachi and Sohan and Weston, all these other guys, I think just getting this experience. You're talking about uh, Tyler Ed- Tyler Edwards? Yes, dude. Yes. Okay. Edwards. The dude is a menace. The dude is so good. And I think we could see him um, go and get a, uh, a minimum contract somewhere else if he was able to show out. But I do think him being on the Spurs bench um, is going to really push the Spurs roster. So I think this Spurs team is actually going to be really, really fun to watch in Summer League. And this is always one of my one of my favorite times because you're watching a team um, that is so raw and has no idea how to play with each other, has no idea what to expect when it comes to the the NBA. And so this is going to be a very, very fun time. And I think for Spurs fans, you should be locked in to every summer league game to see exactly um, what your roster is going to look like moving forward as we rebuild this squad. Because, I mean, this this summer league team could very well be your starting five in the next three to four years. You know, I, I'm excited to see Dominic Barlow, 6'10", 220, uh, from that overtime elite squad. The guy is just an athletic freak for his size. He can do it all. And as a matter yeah. of fact, he went undrafted and was actually was in New York City, Barclays, you know, in the green room, waiting for his name to be called. It didn't get called. Left Barclays, got the word right then and there, you know, out on the streets of Manhattan that the Spurs signed him to the summer league squad and, you know, uh, a training camp invite the, his family gave him his cap, like a Spurs cap. And he would just bust it out in tears, crying and everything. Uh, and also too, again, a bouncy big that the Spurs need. And that's him right there. Dominic Barlow. Another guy is Darius days for me. And this guy's just a brute inside. I'd like to see what he's going to do. LSU forward six, seven. Uh, yeah. This summer league squad is going to be fun. It gets going this Friday. He is Brandon Medina. Uh, Brandon, tell everybody they can chat with you and give you their takes on your takes on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Absolutely. Go ahead and go follow me on Twitter at Big Poppy Brandon M. That's B-I-G-P-A-P-I Brandon M. Uh, you can follow me there on Twitter as well as if you are an MMA fan, if you're a soccer fan, a fantasy mm-hmm. football fan. I do a lot of different stuff for the San Antonio sports star here at ESPN San Antonio. And then, of course, we've talked about it before. Once you get in good with me, you get in good with Jeff. You get yourself on Lockdown Spurs. That's how it goes around here. That's yes, how it I, rolls. I, That's I how it have, rolls. I have, the, I have the end with the good old Jeff Garcia. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, you, you're one of the few that have the open invite to Los and uh, yeah, you just cash it in whenever you want, like you did months in advance for the draft. That was hilarious. Oh, yeah. That was that just, was one of the funny. Yeah, you're like, I'm reserving my seat now. That's what you told me months ago. Yes, and I will say the amount of uh, of yeah, swagger you, and confidence that followed yeah. that show, knowing that I just crystal balled it and had like literally a hundred percent hit rate um, with just picks that I was throwing out that the Spurs should take. Jeremy Sohan was my second pick. I would have took there. I, I kept saying Jalen Duran, but it was just incredible to see um, the reaction of people. Yeah, a lot because, of a lot of because, a lot of fans are giving you love, man. Yeah, dude. Well, it was because this this wasn't like uh like uh some media 
um, hot take where it's like we're doing it and we already know the picks or what what they're gonna be. We did this like a couple of days in advance. Like this was yeah. not a this was not like a day of thing. Like we just we I was just throwing guesses out based off yeah. of different mocks and what I thought fit the team. And so it's awesome to see. But now now that we got the picks that I wanted personally. Now it's time to see what they grow into starting this Friday at the Summer League. So I'm really, really hyped up to see what they do. And obviously, you know, with, with it being in Vegas, if there's ever time to go support your Spurs <laughs> and have yeah. a little bit of fun, that's the time to do it. I, I did uh, last year's Summer League and uh, had a lot of fun. I'm just going to leave it as that. Um, he go. told you <laughs> he told you how to follow him. I'll tell you how to follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone and subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes now on YouTube. We thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Uh, I still say go check out Lockdown Hawks. Uh, Medina, they're popping their collar right now. They're thinking they got oh, over on, on the Spurs. So go check out Lockdown Hawks. If you want to give them the business, make sure to subscribe to them as well. But for Brandon Medina, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.